What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. Each episode on here will feature leaders in the digital space to help entrepreneurs grow their knowledge and understanding of the Amazon and e-commerce world. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Ryan Kramer here, and I'm your host, of Crossover Commerce, episode 84 of Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments. Uh, if this is your first time, thanks for joining our beautiful show. Just a quick introduction about Ping Pong Payments. We help marketplace sellers across the world uh, send and receive money when it comes to cross-border payments, whether it's sending and paying out your VAs, your suppliers, your manufacturers, or receiving from marketplaces around the world. You can use Ping Pong to help save you time, money, and effort. Go ahead and check out Ping Pong Payments below in the uh, in the link below in the descriptions as well uh, to sign up for free. Those of you who sign up for free today can go ahead and get a free month of international FX for free. But I'm super excited. It might sound I'm nervous. I'm really excited about to talk with our guest today because if you're watching us live on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter, or if you're watching us uh, later on on any of those links or downloading us on Apple, Google, um, Spotify, any kind of podcast where you can truly download, just search crossover commerce. You can actually listen to us later on and get all the tips and tidbits that we are going to be talking about today with our guest, Athena. Athena is one of the, I, I call it, we call her, a lot of people call her, I should say, the queen of Amazon because she is just everywhere putting on events and different kinds of networking opportunities, not just for herself, but just other Amazon sellers around the world. So we're going to talk about that. But we jump in go ahead and follow like and share this episode on social media so that other people can learn about our guests uh as well as just take away some information today that they might be listening to uh or we might be talking about and again i go live about four to five times per week so i'm always bringing constant information and insights about the amazon and e-commerce community so you don't want to miss a single episode just hit that notification bell if you're watching on youtube go ahead and click that and follow ping pong payments or you can follow me on all the social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, on Instagram, and also on Clubhouse. We'll talk about Clubhouse, I'm sure, as well. So go ahead and search for us there. But about our guest today, Athena Severi of Titan Network. She uh, started actually selling on Amazon five years ago and was able to call, uh, able to quit her full-time six-figure job within a few months. Having found uh, financial time and freedom made her such a huge impact on her life and as a mother of two young boys, she started to help others do the same. She is now a key person and now known in the e-commerce space of having spoken on most stages around the world on events, as well as uh, digital platforms, especially in this past year. She brings her knowledge of networking and relationship building with over 15 years of experience, building high-level communities, planning life-changing events, and of course, creating unique mastermind group called Titan Network, as well as a sourcing trip to China called China Magic to help entrepreneurs around the world connect and achieve their goals personally and professionally. I want to go ahead and welcome to Crossover Commerce, Athena Sveri of Titan Network. Athena, what's up? How are you? Oh, I'm going to unmute you. Sorry about that. How are you doing today? <laughs> you had, there you hey, go. Now we <laughs> I said, hey, so good to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Ryan. Super excited to be on this wonderful podcast. Really love what you do. And uh, the topic that we have chosen, I think, is just near and dear to my heart. So I'm really excited. Absolutely. And you, you're no stranger to the stage, obviously, uh, both either virtual or 
uh, digital I should, or digital or, you know, in person uh, for people who may not be aware or follow you or kind of know all the different kinds of things you have going on in your life. You have the seller background, but you really started to amp up this thing called Titan Network. So maybe kind of give your insight how you started and came into doing what you're doing today. Sure. So I was working a normal job and trying to balance that and motherhood and you know, one day a friend of mine who, um, you know, really dear friend was quitting his job, his six figure job. And I was like, so what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm selling these kitchen products on Amazon. And I laughed out loud because I thought he was joking. I was like, what do you mean you're selling kitchen products on Amazon? You're quitting your like stable job for that. And he's like, no, for real. So we went and had lunch and he showed me his seller central account. And he actually showed what was being deposited in his account every two weeks. And I was like, whatever that is, give me a piece of that, please. So um, I signed when, up for when was this, by the way. What'd you say? Wait, what year was this, by the way? This was, goodness, I think must have been 2015. Okay. Yeah, 2015. So I saw It's that. like the twilight of Amazon, right? Like, I feel like everything happened around 2015, 2016. Like, everyone's introducing themselves to Amazon that way, or at least FBA. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I love about this world, which we'll kind of get into, is that it was a way, like I saw my friend break away and get his freedom all of a sudden. So it wasn't just the fact that he was making money. It was the fact that he was able to quit this job where we had to show up every day and dress a certain way and answer to a boss and do certain things. And, you know, the fact that he was able to then go and be home, I was like, I really wanted that because I really struggled. Um, my job was very demanding. I'd have to go out of town a lot. It was demanding and my kids were very little and I just felt like I was struggling as a mom I was struggling as a human being and I wasn't one of the things that was most frustrating is I felt like I was not putting my energy into anything that had a future so I was just going in day to day and making a paycheck and that was it and that's just a terrible existence that a lot of us have I mean it's great like we do need to, to live and, and have money for food etc but I wasn't building anything and I wasn't feeling like I was on my purpose and so when my friend told me about Amazon, I was really, really intrigued. And so that's when I, I kind of got started with it. So what was your background before that? You said it was your job. You were making good money, but it was like a time suck. Yeah. I mean, let's call it what it was. It was a time suck. You weren't away with your, were not with your kid, kiddos. You were away from family. What was that? What was that background? Like, what were you doing day to day? So I worked for a consulting firm and I would do public relations. I would put on events. Um, before that, I actually worked with artists and celebrities. And so I was very familiar with putting on, you know, everything from fashion shows to seminars to different things. And so I would do like business development, public relations, marketing, things like that. But all of it had to do with helping somebody in their career or their life or their business to achieve success. So whether that was an artist, I worked with doctors, I worked with people in the automotive industry. So I've always sort of had that as a thing that I really enjoy. Um, the only issue with this particular um, industry that I was in is I didn't feel like I was really fulfilling my, my purpose like we talked about and I wasn't being able to balance my life. So just, yeah, it was just a very dead end thing that I would go on for years and years because it was safe and it was somewhat comfortable. It wasn't comfortable, comfortable. It was just living enough. If that makes sense. You're so, getting by. Yeah. You're getting yeah, by. I mean, by paying my bills occasionally be able to take a, a vacation with my kids, but that was like, you know, yeah. So it just wasn't this abundance life that all of us crave, you know, and I felt very stuck and I never wanted that for me. And I never wanted that for my children. And I know that they're watching me. And so I 
yeah, so when I found Amazon, it was amazing. So I, I did a course on Amazon and um, my first product was actually a yoga headband. And I sold um, these yoga headbands so well that within three months, three or four months, I was actually making enough that I quit my job. That's amazing. So, so you didn't know anything about like sourcing. You didn't know anything about selling. You're just, you were shown by your friend, Hey, this is a screenshot. This is what you can make. You saw potential and you're like, screw this. Like I like potential. And I, I, that's what I see in you is you like the potential of like taking things to the next level. And that's what you jumped into. You took a course. What, what course was that? Just so like we kind of know. <laughs> yeah, I took the amazing selling machine, which totally changed my life. And what was so cool is like, I think only two weeks after I started the course, they had their big live event. And this was one that Richard Branson spoke at. It was in Vegas. And I got to meet like all these amazing people. Um, and I was very, very inspired. But more than that, I fell in love with the type of human being that was attracted to this world, this Amazon thing, you know, because I, I looked around and they were wild and free and fun or creating things. And I was like, these are my people. Where have you been all my life? So even on that first event, I arranged a dinner and about a hundred people showed up, even though I knew nobody. Oh. Um, and I was hooked. I was like, there's, there's definitely something here to this energy, to these humans and the fact that they're breaking away from the norm to do something that's, you know, and, and, and that's the thing about Amazon to me, like, yes, you're selling products, right? But it's, what does that translate into um, that can help somebody to, to really create an impact? And so that's, that's what I really enjoyed. And I was, yeah, I was hooked from day one. As soon as I saw that event and that energy, I was like, yes, yes. So you're learning, you're successful, you're, you're doing all these kinds of things that lots of people really aspire to do. So you, how long were you a seller before you really started to like, start even sound like in the beginning you you knew how to throw events and knew how to network uh so when did that become more of the focus and you step away more from selling sure. to kind of more of the event and networking side because that is a valuable asset to have especially now in, in this day and age yeah sure so it was really simple so i was able to quit and let me tell you something like when i quit my job it wasn't like i was rolling in the dough it's just i was getting by enough that I felt like that's it. Cause I, I just felt like instead of working, all I wanted to do was play it in my seller central account and take a look at my PPC. And like, I was so distracted by my business that I was like, this is just not right. And so you were working and you were, you were working full-time nine to five and you were doing. Oh, so check jobs. it, check it. Two small little boys that I was very hands-on mom, full full-time, very demanding job, built my Amazon business had a nonprofit organization to help mothers would throw like big events, all nonprofit toy drives, food drive. I mean, like I'm insane. Right. So because of that, and uh, there's, I had an organization called ladies with babies as a mom, I, I just started to kind of grow this, this uh, Facebook group. And so this ties into the story because what happened was I quit my job and I started posting like, here I am at the zoo with my, three-year-old instead of having to be at the office, you know, things like that. And so all of a sudden I had all these women asking me like, Athena, what is going on? How did you do that? Cause you know, they kind of followed my life. They knew that I had a full-time job. They knew all my struggles and all of a sudden I'm home. And I was like, well, I'm selling these, these products. And they saw it because I would like survey them and I would launch my products within my group. And so they're like, we want to learn, we want to learn Amazon. And I was like, cool. So I just cool. <laughs> I like that response. Cool. Sure. Let's right. do it. So, let's do um, it. 
Yeah. So I promoted the amazing selling machine course within my group. And I had so many people sign up. I had all these women sign up for this course. And it was amazing because women are super minority. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But all of a sudden, I had all these women that I've known for years that trusted me enough to put their savings into buying a course and starting to source products and stuff. And I'm no dummy. I knew that I wasn't an expert in Amazon. So I knew I needed to get other people who are way more experienced than me, bigger sellers than me that could help my women because I did not want them to fail. And I knew that the course was good, but there's something to be said about proper mentoring, which is really where Titan Network grew out of, is that you know you need that support, you need that guidance, you need to learn from people who are a few steps ahead of you. And so I started to kind of create that for my women just to make sure that they were gonna make it. Um, and then I started hosting like things at my house and then we do things at restaurants and they just started to grow and grow because I bring in such quality people that it no longer was just these women that would come. It was literally like sellers of all different sizes, like new sellers, guys doing millions. Like they started to see that any sort of little event or thing that I put on would just bring so much value. So we ended up throwing a cruise. I had 70 people go to the Caribbean with me. I didn't make a penny off of it. I even paid for my own ticket and everything. I didn't charge anything. I literally was just doing this out of like love and enjoyment. So for me, this is this is a passion. And when I was on that cruise, um, what I did, okay, sorry, backtrack. So <laughs> it's okay. No, it's a lot, it's a lot of story. Cruise, so the cruise happened what year? Like this was an event that just this is like a year after I'd started probably okay. on Amazon. So remember I had thrown a dinner at my very first event, right? Yep. All I did was look around and say, hey, is there anybody in here selling like seven figures or above? And a handful of people raised their hand. I said, great, stand up. So I made those people stand up and I said, great, give us three tips of what helped you to get there, right? The people that had enough guts to stand up, those were now my speakers on the cruise. I locked in on them. I figured they had enough balls to stand up and talk and they had enough heart to tell what they were doing and they were successful enough. Those are my speakers. So on the cruise, I brought these like great people and you know, they just poured their guts on everything they were doing. They showed people like, this is my PPC. This is what I'm doing. And it was so successful. I mean, people had spent 25,000, $50,000 on some of these masterminds that were going on at the time. And they came up to me and said, Athena, I got more value out of this last week spending time with you and these amazing people than I had in you know this mastermind that I spent a fortune on, right? And I'm I'm standing there on this cruise and I'm looking out and I'm like, you know what? This is me. This is actually me. Like I love the Amazon game because what it what it does and the fact that it gave me freedom, but it was just so evident that I had this skill for it. And it's just what I really enjoy doing. So that's kind of what triggered me to realize that this is who I am. Um, you saw more value in networking than selling at that point. Like that, that was just, like the moment it kind of well, went. That was, that was one moment. And then I didn't know, <laughs> do you know who Mike McClary is? He's kind of a big deal in the yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So another thing that happened was I brought Mike McClary um, and he was going to be in LA and I was like, well, is it okay if I put something together? So I literally invited about 25 people and I rented um, this beautiful mansion on a vineyard 
And I brought them all together and we started like the whole thing. We kicked it off with wine and cooking um, all together, like an Italian meal. And then I took them out to see the bonfires in the ocean. And then we had hours and hours every day where we would do content. And because everyone trusted each other, they started to really open up. So I'm telling you, these are all the little seeds of what created Titan Network is me seeing the combination of the strength of these mentors and the trust and then an enjoyable environment far away from the day to day. And the type of information that was being shared was just so different than anything you'd ever seen before. So that was another moment. And one thing that was so funny is I still had my store, you know, I was still an Amazon seller, but I'm sitting back and I'm just watching all the conversation going on. And I am in heaven just watching all this connection. So I'm telling you, Ryan, like this whole thing of masterminds and networking and all that stuff, it's like, it's literally in me, like it's who I am. So. Yeah, that's that was another one of those those things, those moments. Yeah, well, before we kind of like kick off into more like detailed topics, I just want to like give insight to people who are tuning in and like watching live. I just want to I know a couple of people, you know, personally, I just want a lot of people are just shouting out to you. Uh, hello, Queen. Uh, we have <laughs> we have uh, Athena represent. We have uh, Kumar. Hey, Athena, can you introduce yourself? What you already did. We have Blake, who we both know from Clubhouse. The collab is fire, so that's always amazing to hear. Thanks, Blake, uh, from Canopy Management. And then obviously, <laughs> Athena is human. I think she might be an alien, which is, which is, you know, some of us always feel like, how are we in so many places at once? And I think yeah. we're going to kind of get, we're going to peek behind the curtain a little bit today uh, for everyone. And oh, yeah. then both good friends of ours uh, can, uh, the master at sourcing, obviously. Uh, Dana it. in the house. So shout out, cool. shout out to everyone. Uh, and uh, it's, I think it's past your bedtime, Kian. So what are you doing up so early or late? Like, <laughs> I, never I, I have to get into that part because, yeah, he, he is that person in my life that will show up no matter what. So, so yeah. you have all this going. This is uh, what you said, like 2018, 2019. Time 20, yeah. yeah. So I've got this going on. But Call meanwhile, it. I'm still a seller, right? And right. I've launched second product and it was good but the problem that i would have with china is that things would be slow i i was in sort of the textile industry where you had sizes you had you know colors you had different fabrics and stuff and so to get samples and to launch my next product would just take forever and i'm a very like let's go kind of person so sure. i hated the fact that it was like i'd get a sample it was the wrong thing i'd have to like wait a week or two before i you know like back and forth so i went to a conference um and somebody pitched the idea of going to China, right? And I was mm -hmm. like, yes, take me to China because I wanted to see products in person and I wanted to be able to have conversations in person and I wanted to find new products to add to my to my brand without it taking forever or without me staring at a screen, you know, looking at just little photos of something. So I thought this is fantastic. Like I want to go and I want to find products. So I went on this trip and the whole thing was there was no like networking there was no preparation there was the mentoring that they had was um kind of sad because they were going with this weird idea of presenting yourself as this big seller and trying to talk down and try to bring down the pricing of the potential supplier instead of treating them with love and respect and building proper relationships right and so when i was there i just felt like this was not this was not right this was not the right information um, there was no real big value in it. And I started, to, you know what I started to do, Ryan? 
I started organizing everyone because they were all like bummed out that things weren't working out. And I started going into the fair with everyone like, guys, we got this. I started doing social media. I started putting together like networking. i made dinners and I'm an attendee, right? And I'm like, I'm pizzazzing. <laughs> you, just, you hijacked the conference basically. I'm just pizzazzing everything out, you know? And um, because yeah, I mean, I know human beings. I didn't know China at the time, but I knew that the way to network with someone or to create a relationship is through connection, communication, you know, being respectful. And that was not what was being communicated at this event. So I did not like that. And I went to the organizers and I said, hey, you know, I'd love to help you out with this event. I think it could be much better. I have some friends that would probably want to go on this event. You know, let's connect. And they were like, no, you know, we're okay. And so I was like, okay, cool. Well, one thing I've never said in public actually is I kept telling everyone in the the place, all we need to do is find one magic booth. If you find one magic booth in this whole thing, you'll find you know products, you're gonna go home, it's gonna be worth your money, your time of coming out here. So you just need one magic booth. So when I created my event, I called it China Magic. And it was a big revolution. Um, we combined mentorship and Amazon training and that's actually where I met the one and only Kian Golzari. And uh, he was actually a guest of um, one of the mentors on my trip. And he said, hey, Athena, you know, I have some background in sourcing. Would it be cool if I did a presentation? And I was like, yeah, sure. So he opens his mouth and he starts talking about the fact that he sources for like the NFL and the NBA and Google and the Olympics. And he's just one of the most kind and intelligent and like his background in sourcing is unmatched, right? So when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, where have you been all my life? And uh, he became like one of our, our main top mentors um, in China Magic and that's how that happened. So yeah, Kian's a gem and that's how I built China Magic, which was um, a pretty special thing. So before you were you were sourcing, you were just looking what on Alibaba or like how were yeah. you finding your products beforehand? Yeah, I was going on Alibaba, but the problem was like, it's okay if you're working with a third party and it all works out for you, that's fine. Um, I was getting gypped on pricing for sure. And then on quality, I actually had um, a quality issue with one of my products that made me lose that entire skew because um, there was a mishap with the stitching of my headband and they literally would just snap in two. And this was a supplier I'd been working with for a while, so I trusted them. So I was just having issues because I did not know what I know now about sourcing thanks to people like Kian and having gone to China as much as I have. So yeah, I was having just, I was having issues with sourcing, but also I was having trouble expanding upon my brand. And now I know a lot about that. <laughs> this was years ago, but yeah, I was having trouble just coming up with more, with more innovative products. You know what I mean? I didn't want to launch the same thing that every, it was like very popular at the time to do the me too, to just slap your label on things. And that was never me. Like I designed, everything myself. I wanted to make sure that I had variations that were just different. And that really helped me to be successful for sure. So you were, so you were scaling, you were, you were just doing yoga bands or headbands. Is that, is that the only product you were doing or did you do like other variations? Like how did yeah. your business grow during this time yeah. as well? So I had several different um, headbands and then I had some accessories and things that I was doing, but I was really trying to add SKUs or possibly go into other brands and so at the time my little boys um we they were launching their products and so um really yeah oh yeah your so kiddos kids, were launching products online yeah so so my kids are they were like four and seven and when i went to china um they were cool as long as i brought them back plenty of samples 
Um, and so they had a kid's kitchen, um, kid's kitchen brand. And uh, so I found them some really cute like baking kits and things like that that we found in China. So yeah, so, so I found some things for them as well. And I actually found something that my now 13 year old is gonna be launching soon um, that I've sort of had in the shed because I've been so busy forever. And he's like, mom, I really wanna start a new brand. And he's been looking at products. And then I said, oh, by the way, I have this. And he's like, wow. yes. So he's gonna actually launch something that I that I found in China a while ago. You know, when most wives go you know, to Target or whatever, they might shop a lot. Right. I go to China, I'll get like thousands of an item. <laughs> and sometimes I log that's a That's a meme or a t-shirt. That's a t-shirt waiting to happen. And if Keen's still watching, Keen, like, I think Athena needs a shirt that says, some people go to Target and bring home, you know, $100 worth of product. Athena goes home and brings home samples for her kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, that's so, yeah, my kids launched their brand around that time, which was great. And, you know, they're still involved as entrepreneurs, which is cool. So China magic happened. Yeah. And then around that time is when I met Dan Ashburn, who right, is okay. my, he is my business partner in, in Titan Network and also in China. And he is just an incredible human being. Tomorrow's actually his birthday. So happy birthday, Dan. Um, and he was <laughs> like a shark kid. I love you. Yeah. And so, you know, he noticed at the time that like I was struggling a little bit with the mentors. They were very off male. It just wasn't a good fit. And he kind of mm -hmm. came to my rescue and he just, his skill set and my skill set just kind of go and we kind of took China magic to a whole new level. And I just kept getting so much feedback from how much people were progressing in their business from being around mentors. And I'm a huge, huge believer in mentorship. And so we'd be in China for like 12 days and imagine you're having sourcing issues and you can actually talk to Kian Golzari about it. Right. Or you could talk mm -hmm. to someone and Ashburn about it and actually get like hands-on help right there, right? So what would normally take someone like six months, a year, two years to figure out, they were learning in a period of just a few days on, you know, in China. And so from that is where we realized like, we need to do something beyond just these 12 days because people would get home and they'd always be messaging me like, how do I talk to Kia and how do I talk to who, you know, this person or right. that person. And so that's really where we uh, created Titan was to be able to, serve people and, and mentor them and that kind of thing. So you, yeah, you mentioned a couple of cool points. That I think I want to kind of pick on, you said you had a problem with, it was just like all male, male mentors or just like an all male, like kind of cast that you were talking about. And you're very much like the story leading up to this point, you're very much like a mom, mom take over the world and mom's first and everything like that. So what was what's that conversation internally for you? You're like looking at the landscape, and I think this is still tr true even till today. Like you see lots of either podcasts or um, businesses that only feature like male entrepreneurs, and like I personally try to go out of my way to make sure like every person, no matter like race, gender, you know, whoever it is, everyone has a point of view and how that gets represented, and it's all super valuable. So if, from your perspective, how do you continue to wave the flag and? make sure that women get more, uh, you know, more, more time and more like spotlight and, and things like that, because you're, you're right. doing it for, you know, yourself initially in the, your events, but now you're starting to bring other people into the full, like, Hey, let's do this together. Let's build like this really strong, powerful, like group. And you guys need to be here too. So what's kind of like that conversation? Still? Yeah. Thank you for that. So a couple things, one, um, now this isn't true for everyone. There's obviously a lot of single dads, but for, for a lot of us moms, like we are trying to juggle and trying to balance being, you know, 
the family, the kids, the household, the cooking, the shopping, all of these things, right? And and it's definitely a lot more than someone who's just, you know, their own person, their own dude doing their own thing, right? And so we've kind of got many hats that we have to wear, including like little ones that need us all the time. And for for me, that was a big part of my motivation was to be able to be a mom. So I really recognize with women that sometimes you feel like you have to sacrifice one or the other. Like society almost wants you to be like full-time in the kitchen barefoot with your children, right? But if you're not also, you know, building this amazing career and super successful, it's like this social media life that's just impossible. And there's just so much back and forth on that concept. And what's really funny is, um, you know, on my first trip to China that I was telling you about, some guy asked me like, hey, how did your husband let you travel? Someone, someone told you that directly to your face. Someone asked me, how did my husband basically let me out to go travel? And I was like, what century are we in? What planet are we on? Because to me, I had never really felt that like lack of balance of being a woman um, until I started to really get into this industry and started to notice that it was a very male dominated thing. And I was just a big advocate. Like I had a lot of the women that I told you about in my mom group get started on Amazon and I would be very supportive of them. And then I started to realize that they needed help to feel more confident. They needed help to feel like they can. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm proud of within this Amazon network is that I have helped to inspire a lot of women to feel like they are strong enough, they're smart enough that they should take the risk to go ahead and build their own business and to build their own brand and to say, yes, you know, I am a mom, but I'm also a badass and I can do both at the same time. And the truth is like my kids, they watch me. They watch me travel all over the world. They watch me on stage. They watch me build businesses and brands and, and all the things that I do and give back to society. And that's made them bigger. It makes them think outside the box. So I think it's so important. But yeah, the amount of you know craziness that's gone on in this industry behind the scenes that I won't even bring up in a in a public um, <laughs> forum. But we can talk about it some other time, Ryan. Over right. No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I'm not kidding. Just we have had to break through a lot of barriers, and it's weird because you wouldn't think that. You'd think that, like okay, I'll give you an example. Dan, my amazing amazing business partner he respects everyone loves everyone he didn't even realize to what extent women can get sort of um yeah lessened and so because he never understood why i'm like ladies of titan and i'm so proud that there's more than 50 percent of us who are female like yeah sure so. well that, i mean that makes sense and like a lot of people are watching again i'm gonna just like throw like blake you know, uh, there with you. And then obviously you inspired us endlessly. So that's amazing, amazing that everyone, I mean, everyone understands that too. And I think it's just, it's, it's hard to understand too, because I think the network is so strong across the board, like both men and women, but it's just like, I don't know if it's a subconscious thing or if it's just a, you know, just don't put effort into making sure everyone has a voice. And I know there's a lot more people who are trying to like, like Danny McMillan, obviously as a friend of you mm -hmm. and a friend of the show who, yeah. you know, who's always going to say like, um, you know, women of Amazon events and things like that. And it's not to alienate like men or like other successful entrepreneurs who are trying to do it. It's just to provide more platforms for people to also feel include included in that regard. So yeah. that means, yeah. So what's, what's kind of like, how, how are you continuing to like innovate? Because you had, in, in that regards, you had mom, your mom life, you have entrepreneur life still um, in China Magic in our story, like well, that we're referring to. You have Titan Network that's becoming more and more prominent. 
you have all these things you're juggling plus like just regular being a person. Um, <laughs> what, so, so when you're juggling all these balls in the air, is there like, can you tell us of a time where you just like, I have to like step away from something in order to refocus and like reprioritize? Like, what is that like constant reevaluation going on for, for you and for the team? Wow. No one's ever asked me that before. I definitely hit some walls. I definitely hit some walls. Um, I got very unhealthy um, about two years ago. I was in need of a major surgery that I just kept putting off because I was traveling the world and speaking on stages and I was supposed to host an event um, in London. And I got so injured, I could not walk. I was in a wheelchair and I got a first class ticket so I could lay down because I couldn't sit up so I could make it to London. And I did. And I hosted my events and I got home and I was gray and green and I had to take a minute, you know, like I think I've pushed myself to a, a point that's not quite desirable. And I've learned a lot from that. So one of the things that I've learned is, you know, they talk about this concept of balance. I don't ever think there's going to be a perfect balance, but you do need to be aware that if you push yourself to a level, a certain level, something's going to give. And in my case, it was my body because they're just, yeah, just because there, there is a human limit. So um, I think that the pandemic did help me to kind of reset and I got through mm -hmm. my surgery and I'm able to be fine, which is good. Good. But I think awesome. I think one of the main things to think, okay, so there's two things. One, you have to focus on what you're doing in the moment that you're doing it, right? Oh. So if you're working, then you need to be able to be super 100% focused and give it like full beast mode in that time that you are doing whatever it is that you're doing. And if you're with your children, you need to give them 100% of your attention. If they want to be playing Legos on the floor with you, you build that freaking Lego set with them on the floor. If they want to make cookies with you, like it's not about the time to me, it's about the quality of time. And I feel like that's the case in every area of your life. And to not um, do it at the expense of health, because, you know, people used to say that to me and I didn't believe them until, yeah, until I hit a point where I collapsed. And so you just have to have to take all these different areas and just give it like some good focus. And I think that's really the secret that I've been using to accomplish what I have so far and still have a life and still, you know, be a mom and and, and do all, all the things, all the fun right. things. But well, you do push yourself. I'm sorry. There's, there's also a flip side where it's like, you can push yourself too much, but then you can also see some people that have been wanting to build a business or wanting to launch a brand or wanting to do a lot the of entrepreneurs. We call them. Yeah. Right? And they don't, and they don't push enough. So it's about finding it is, I guess the word balance makes sense in that anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And we always have to constantly reevaluate and reprioritize. I do that too. Like I went before this and I told my, my son who's six, I said, Hey, I have a podcast. Like, I will play Legos with you or whatever you want to do after this. Let's make sure we hammer out time. And even on my schedule, I won't let people book calls with me or schedule times on a podcast from like at least two hours at nighttime so I can spend it with family and, you know, whatnot. If they're like, hey, can we talk with each other? I'm like, it's going to have to wait till later on in the world. Uh, or I say in the world or at time when it comes, uh, you know, this is my time with my family. So if you want to talk to me, it's going to have to be earlier or later in the day. Like there's no unfortunately with e-commerce it's 24 hours like business can be done at all times right conversations can be done business something's always going to be on your list but when it comes to juggling successful people they know to walk away take a break take vacations you know some people are like i never take a vacation well 
in my mind, like, I don't think that's always in health. I think that's somewhat unhealthy is you to not enjoy the fruits of your labor. Um, and you're constantly pushing more and more and more, like at what point is enough? Right. So that question to you, what point is enough for people? Like, what, what do you tell yourself when you get to it? Is like, is there a point where you're like, I don't need to do more. I need to like be better at what I'm currently doing. Well, I think I've learned a lot in regards to delegating in terms of surrounding yourself with good people, in terms of hiring the right people, in terms of learning from the right people, because you can scale your efficiency by utilizing systems and having the right people in place. And this is actually something I learned from Dan, my business partner, because I used to be like, I got everything myself. I can do all of it myself. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. You can't actually scale a business that way. And I see a lot of Amazon sellers making that mistake as well. Like they don't hire the right photographer to do the proper photos. They try to buy a light box and they do it themselves. You know, they're trying to do, maybe they're terrible at copy and they're trying to do it themselves. Like, I think it's important to invest in the right things, even if that's a housekeeper. I mean, hello ladies and gentlemen, housekeepers should be like your number one hire because nobody should be scrubbing the kitchen when they could be working on their business and scaling their business. So I think one of the things that I've learned to be able to grow, um, now we have about 120 staff across you know, Titan and a couple of the other things that Dan's involved in. And that wasn't me before. So I think it's really important to understand what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and where to put your money in terms of hiring talent. And as an example, like we are interested in um, doing a couple things, you know, YouTube stuff or whatever, instead of me going and trying to figure out YouTube on my own, I'm going to hire a consultant or I'm going to hire somebody that really knows what they're doing to do a lot of this for me, just because I don't have the time. I don't have the time and energy to like sit there and watch countless videos on how to do something, right? That's just where I'm at in my life. Videos on YouTube to do YouTube, right? <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm just picking a random thing, but I think that that's something that all of us can get better at is having the correct systems in place, realizing that whole like 80-20, what is that actual 20? And there's actually a great book I read um, called Clockwork by Mike, and I can never remember his last name. It starts with an M. And he was talking about like, the key role in your business and really understanding what that key role is and then making sure that everything around that key role um, is being supported, right? So whether we're talking about Amazon, whether we're talking about, you know, the mastermind that I've created, like you have to see what is the quality thing that's going to help people to be productive. And so that's really helped me to scale my business in a way where I don't actually have to do everything myself anymore, which gives me a chance to actually be with my kids or to go do yoga or to enjoy my life which is the whole point of why we all started this entrepreneur thing so i do agree hustle grind hustle grind that is totally me i love it i can never turn off but at the same time you got to put yourself in a position where you can enjoy life and you can also have enough balance where you still have color on your face and you're not gray and green hitting a wall and in a wheelchair like I exactly put yeah. don't get to the point of being gray and green like that's another motto mantra oh in God. life right okay. Do you know who Ashley Thompson is? He's mm -hmm. yeah in Australia, correct? Um, he's not in Australia right now. I'm Australia. In Mexico, he's from England. Anyway, right. this guy, he's a super good friend of mine. And one time, I was supposed to open Prosper, which is a big um, Amazon event, the next day, and I had just been to Europe or some other place. And he saw me, and he's like, "Girl, we we literally went and I got like one of those IVs, um, a vitamin IV." because I had to be able to get on stage the next day and I was just wiped. So yeah, so Dan changed my life on all that because he 
he hired all these people around me to help support what I'm good at. And I think that that's a really important thing. Like when you look at your Amazon business to like really see like, what are your strengths and what is your role? And then the things that you shouldn't be doing, the $4 an hour tasks, like delegate that because that $4 hour you could be spending with your kids or you could be spending, you know, doing it, you know, whatever exercise or whatever thing that you love to do, why on earth are you doing $4 an hour tasks? And I think yep. that's a very important thing for people to, to do. And, and we're all guilty of it. I'll still do it sometimes. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. right. You want to have your hand in everything. And I, I still a phrase uh, from my friend, Mike Zagari, at PPC Entourage. They're called NWAs or minimum wage activities. Yeah. You don't, you want to make sure that you are not spending time focused on those things where you can have either a VA or another person on your team who's very much proficient and can take that off your plate because business owners like yourself constantly looking like what, what needs your most time and effort, like how you're networking or how are you building that's going to drive your business moving forward. What What's the number one thing you're hearing for people that just struggle to like let go and like not let other people put their hands on? I think it's really just feeling like you're the best at it. And a lot of times it's just being cheap. It's either like you don't trust that someone else can do a good job or you're too cheap to actually hire talent. Right. And I think if you just, do it anyway and you just see how well that works out and then you just keep going at it like my amazing friend uh, justin dyson is brilliant at that like he scaled a business i think that he was doing about eight million a year he had three main employees he just had all the systems in place and he was able to actually travel the world with you know his beautiful wife channing dyson and they just like they have their two little kids and you know they just were able to live and before that i think he was working like crazy crazy hours so you know what you know what it is ryan I think this is what a lot of this comes down to is taking a look at what what are your goals, right? And what is your ideal life? Because if that means that you want to build a million dollar business or a $10 million a year business or a nine figure business, whatever it is you want to do, um, if that means that you want to have your evenings free with your kids or you don't care about that, you don't mind working 18 hour days, like you just have to see what are the priorities in your life. Where do you see yourself next year, five years from now, 10 years from now? What are the key things? Because if you talk to Ashley, for example, who's built a nine figure business, there was a lot of sacrifice that went into that. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I love what I do because I love the impact I create. I love the network that we've created. And I love having the time to spend with my kids and the freedom to have with my kids. So I think you have to see like, what are the priorities of your life? What are your goals? And then one of the things that I see a lot of Amazon sellers having a disconnect on is what is it actually gonna take to get there, right? And what are the resources that you're gonna need to actually get there and also have the rest of these things in place? And if you can really work that out, then it gives you a chance to really see, okay, then what support system do I need to have around me? How many products should I be launching? What kind of financing am I gonna need? You know, ping pong payments is a really good uh, uh, option there to look into that, you know what I mean? Because there's just a disconnect between the, the goals of somebody and then the actions and the plan. And I think that if people just really put more attention on that, um, they would see what needs to be done and they'd just be a much happier person. That's awesome. And, and, and so like that I'm kind of like bathing in everything that you're talking about. And I'm kind of just like, I don't less were worse because that that's not easily done uh, for what I do. But uh, that being said, I think it's super powerful in terms of you're able to live it and apply it to your life now. So moving forward, you have all these things you, you, you're empowering other people. How, what is, what is kind of the opportunity right now for you and the team to get better in what you are doing and helping other people succeed? Because 
I know a lot of people, you said in 2020, I kind of took a step back. I got myself better. What, what's now that game plan moving forward for you? Like, how are you impacting other people? What, what's kind of that roadmap for you, Titan, whomever's in your circle? So I just have to say that what we've created in Titan is literally like my dream come true because I see that we're helping people to do exactly what I just said. Like, take a look. They, they do that strategy call where they actually take a look at their goals and their life and what is ideal for them. And then we help break that down and we actually put it into real life, right? So whether that's, you know, a seven, eight figure business, one of the things that I think is really special right now is just the way that Amazon, um, the space, there's all this exiting happening. Like you can build a brand in two, three years and exit for, you know, millions of dollars. That isn't normal. Like if you think about normal business from the past to start a business off with, you know, 10, 20, $30,000 or whatever it is, and to be able to kind of roll it up and scale and then exit it for a few million in two, three years, like that wasn't like a very normal thing. Right. And now it's become, you know, there's, I forget 80 aggregators out there right now, just sort of trying Depends to on the category, but yeah, it's upwards of hundred now. So it's, it's a lot, it, it, whether it's uh investments or private equity or just like flipping businesses or, you know, even just like aggregators in general, which, you know, there's new ones popping up. They're raising millions of dollars every single day. Like last week, it was just two of them that raised $50 million each. And it's just like silly, the amount of money throwing around, which did you exit your business or are you still operating your uh, Amazon uh, business? I still have it to be completely transparent. It did die down a lot because I just stopped focusing on it. And any business that you stop focusing on, it just starts to die. So it's not you have other shit to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we actually have some cool stuff happening because um, now that, the love of my life is, you know, entrepreneurship. And we're really into like, it's so funny. We've got this thing called Titan Tough now, which is all about like optimal health, optimal nutrition, optimal, like it's almost like hacking life, not just business. And so like when we were in Mexico, we were doing like breathing exercises and we we're doing yoga and like all this stuff because I really have come from, you know, a point of where I could barely function to health. And I see just the value in that. So we really, um, are inspired so this new brand concept is about like just being as efficient as possible in many different areas i won't say more than that but like we actually have something that might be happening soon that will be really 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 fulfilling and it'll you know bring me back in the game of amazon the way that i used to be so that'll be fun but yeah i mean i think that right now like my priority is to help as many people as i can to achieve their goals and achieve success and to enjoy that and to enjoy the ride. I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it. Like I was standing at the event, like I'm not even kidding. I was standing at this event and we, we had about 150 people there and some of them had not been outside because they live in the UK and they were like gray from not seeing the sun. And I this is the one you guys did in Mexico recently, right? Weeks ago. Yeah. And it was crazy. And we had, you know, we put this whole thing out. Like we only want you to come if you're super healthy. We tested everyone on entry, everyone on exit. And out of 150 people, guess how many people got COVID Ryan? Zero. Zero. Zero people there got you go. So that was amazing. That's awesome. But Congratulations. Was, thank you, honey. But I Events was, can still happen in a in a safe way. Like I, totally I, I I'll admit I'm super scared, but like I, I know I'm in line for and this is controversial, like I'm in line for the vaccine because my wife is immunocompromised. So me personally, I come from a point of I don't need anything to happen to my family. So I'm just gonna hunker down and just like chill at home. But like at a point of 
like that's the mental toughness of some people. It's like you still have to move on in your life because again, time is inf- or not infinite. It's a you know finite amount of it that we have. Do it in the most you know safest way, but also like don't get like reckless with yourself too. But I, it seems like you guys were doing it the right way. Like you had all the precautions and everything. So I props to you guys for doing that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we made it very clear. And then like for example, there was a gentleman who had um, elderly uh, parents, so he actually quarantined himself for 14 days away from them just to make sure he was hundred percent. Okay. So like we were all extremely cautious. We, we didn't want anything, but, but we just decided, you know what, we need to see each other. We need to live. So one of the things that I really impacted me was just the amount of stories that we had. You know, there was a woman who had five kids under 12 and she built a business with her sister. They did 1.5 million this last year. And she was one of our first Titan members. So like what we're doing in Titan to me is so much more than just like business stuff. Like this is about living life. This is about helping people achieve success. And then it's about giving back and it's being able to donate to Underground Railroad. Like, you know, I did last year. I was able to donate. Here's a really cool fact. I was able to donate more money last year to my favorite charity than I used to make an entire year. That's awesome. I, I feel I feel the same way too. Like for some I like looked at it, I changed jobs and I was able to like give a lot more because I just did my taxes, which again, <laughs> not not fun to do. And I was like, man, I actually like feel like I gave more this year, which was which was nice feeling. Is just kind of a, a subconscious, like you're worrying too busy worried about other things, but you're like, oh shoot, like I was actually able to do something. So like not patting myself on the back, but no, you know what should, I mean? Like, well, 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 that's the thing is like, we, that's, good. that's what we should this, pat yourself well, in the, in our industry. Yeah. In our industry, we're just so lucky because like people, and this is why I was make people look at, we went from being a luxury to a necessity. I say we like and entrepreneurs or just Amazon or e-commerce sellers in general service, whether it's food, whether it's like just tangible goods, people are spending money more online now than, you know, it's sped it up, quote unquote, five, 10 years, whatever the statistic, quote unquote, is. But now, because people are doing that so often now, like we've become like almost jaded in the fact like, hey, we, we grew like 300% or 400% year over year. People are like, oh, I can do better. Like, that's amazing. Like, and people just need to give props to themselves, not just people, well, again, people lose money, lose you know, their jobs, but I'm assuming you guys have brought people who've lost their jobs from pandemic or whatever online and have them become successful. Do you have any stories you can tell uh, regarding that? We had this whole thing where, you know, um, we were actually giving a free month or two and and diving in and really helping people to, yeah, during the pandemic, like we literally helped turn people's lives around. So it was, it was pretty magical. And the thing that I think I'm so proud of, and this really is you know a testament of Dan and his leadership um, as well is that a lot of the members that are now the mentors and leaders within Titan these were just people who were members and they become successful and you just see them constantly wanting to give back and then we promote them to mentors and then we promote them to leaders and some of our top top leaders are guys who you know they were just had big hearts and so I think one of the things I think so special in this and I'm not just saying in Titan just in this Amazon space is there's so much giving going on there's so many wonderful human beings who are doing podcasts like yourself who are giving knowledge who are on Clubhouse who are just out there just trying to help and inspire people to build businesses and to be able to have that freedom and then guess what they do the same for others and so I think the thing I'm most excited about is to keep that torch lit 
um, for women, for freedom, for entrepreneurship. And I love our space. I love all the people in it. I feel like I, I really did find my people five, six years ago when I got into my first event and I saw them all being a little more wild and a little bit more, you know, just outrageous because we, we are the ones, I mean, an entrepreneur is one who takes greater than normal risk in business venture. So to be able to do that, you have to have a couple marbles missing or at least be crazy enough to just go for it. They're, you're the ones that like just dive out. And so I feel like my job within this space is just to keep people feeling like they can. And one thing that's very interesting is you see when people hear success stories or they see successful people, they feel like they can too, right? It's like this story that I always tell where there's a gentleman who ran a four minute mile you've heard that story right mm -hmm. so like they thought that humans couldn't run a mile under four minutes but then as soon as one guy did like dozens and dozens of people broke the record as well so i feel like in this amazon space we just need to have that positive leadership like yourself like all these amazing people kind of you know and that's going to just help people inspire them to keep going and it's not too late i keep getting asked like is it too late to get started on amazon i'm like dude are you kidding me like the amount of people that are ordering products on Amazon right now, there's so much opportunity. Like it isn't from 2015. Was it easier in 2015? Yes. Could you get started a lot easier back then just because things were less sophisticated and you could do wild things like buy reviews and stuff? Yes. <laughs> but those days are over. Now you Hire a bot farm and yeah, rank yourself <laughs> to page one and uh, <laughs> I can go on and on with all the black hack tactics. Yeah. I mean, that still exists today. It's just harder. They, Not they, that I'm saying we should do those, but, do, but it when, exists. Yeah, but one of the things that I think is so important is that people are now looking to sell these brands. And you can't really sell a brand that's just crazy and black hat, that doesn't have proper systems in place, their books in place. And so I think that because of the way that the industry has moved more towards like a proper big business, and we've got like sort of this Wall Street money coming in, I think that, you know, everyone's becoming much more sophisticated in the way that they're running their Amazon businesses. And I think that that's really, really neat. So yeah, I like that. I like what they're doing. Um, and I like how that's actually impacting everyone. Absolutely. And before we like cap this off, I know an hour goes quickly, especially when we're having a lot of fun and getting a lot of knowledge out of it. Who Who is aspiring Athena and who do we need to look at to, you know, to get more tips or knowledge in terms of being inspiring ourselves or just push ourselves further in our entrepreneur journey? I think you should definitely follow Dan Ashburn if you guys aren't already. Um, he is incredible. Um, he and Golzari, I mean, I know these are my peers. Um, and in terms of who's inspiring me, I mean, there's a lot of warriors and freedom fighters out there that inspire me. But to be completely honest, if I could think of like who really inspires me, it's my kids because I see their minds working. I see the questions they ask. I see my my older son last night asking me some things about the world. And I feel like if there's anyone that pushes me or makes me want to be bigger, better and, and keep going, it would definitely be them. Um, but yeah, and really appreciate you, um, what you're doing in the industry. I met you more recently and I can tell just how much you care and how much you've been inspiring and helping and, and really doing a great job. So thank you so much, Ryan. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, those kind words. And for everyone watching, you know, I know a lot of people are, you know, uh, you know, enjoy the journey. I know Freddie Newman, uh, who chimed in there and said that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, for people who are chiming, uh, chime in Amber English, like, obviously, 
you know, the network you build out is it, it's a reflective for like, I think Gary V said, it, it's like who you listen to and who you uh, talk to is a reflection on who you're going to become like the surrounding yourself, like good, like-minded people and the push yourself, you push people around you and kind of everyone grows like as the tide rises, the ship rises, obviously. So um, I don't know everything in the space. I'm sure you would admit like, there's, there's lots out there. We, we have no clue. Like, Hey, ask this person or, you know, send, uh, you know, you should talk to this person. They're going to know a lot more about it. So it's, it's that constant building of knowledge and education and pushing yourself to become better. I think that's the exciting part of being in this industry, because like you said, I, I was in an industry of it's so cyclical. You can, uh, schedule it out every year and it was so boring, but like be able to have the freedom to be your own boss, to spend time with your family, to like be financially successful more than ever. Like those are not just like taglines to like steal money from people. Those are like actual real life case studies that people are successful. They can build legitimate businesses and even expand like brick and mortar businesses online. So lots of different avenues to go on. I know you, uh, you just got so much on your plate. What, what, where can we find more about you? How do we follow Athena? I know like I'm going to throw this out there because I know the number one plays and I have this uh, queued up for everyone who's watching follow us in clubhouse for yeah. sure. <laughs> but yeah, follow myself and Athena on clubhouse. Cause she's always bringing really cool knowledge on there too. And you just, you just got like 22,000 followers. It's like nuts. You keep growing like crazy. I love it. Yes. Clubhouse is great. Find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, wherever you live. That's totally great. But you can find out more about what we do on uh, titannetwork.com. That would probably be the best one if you want to kind of look into what we do. But yeah, just a big shout out to all my beautiful human beings in Titan, the members, the, you know, everyone, the, the leaders, Justin Dyson is like a super rock star. There's so many rock stars. I couldn't even name them all, but I love you all with the bottom of my heart, but just like to summarize just a few things. Um, I think it's really important to know, like, what does your ideal life look like? What kind of ideal scene are you trying to create? What does that look like financially? And let's break that down backwards. Do what you're doing while you do it. Make sure that you're creating as much impact in every second that you can, whether that's work or home. And then find out what moves you and see how you can give back and how you can create an impact. Because I know that we're all happiest as human beings when we can create that impact. So it's not just about you. It's not just about, you know, what can you do for yourself? But it's like, how can you take your talents and your special abilities and amplify them and use that to serve others? Because that's how we're all going to rise. I think the tide, what is it that the... the all the ships rise. Um, the ship rises as the tide rises. Yeah, exactly. So we, we're stronger. All ships together. rise with the tide. Yeah, exactly. Right. So we're no, it makes sense. Together. We're we're all stronger together. If we're all creating an impact and helping each other with our strengths than we can. And I was very proud to win top contributor this year. And it wasn't because I am an expert in Amazon and I never pretended to be. But what I'm really good at is helping to bring people together, helping them to realize how amazing and talented they are, what their superpowers are, and help them to want to give those to others. And I think that that synergy is what creates a lot of value in this industry. So if I can never serve anyone with that talent, I will. And uh, yeah, I think that's really the summary of all those well, things. Keep up the good work. And again, I, I should have said like, congratulations again on like uh, the seller session is obviously award of top contributor, which is amazing. I know uh, you guys have been, you know, you're constantly being in the news in terms of like the amount of work you guys are doing with uh, Titan and just, Obviously, happy birthday today. I know you said it earlier. Happy birthday tomorrow, today, uh, whenever happy he's going to see this. So yes, happy if, birthday, if it's today in uh, Dubai, yeah, I think it's happy birthday time for him. So hopefully, oh, yeah. uh, look at that. see, 
There you go. Happy birthday, Dan. There we go. Happy yeah. birthday, Dan Ashburn. Uh, if you're watching this, uh, you're crazy for being up so early. Go to sleep. You enjoy enjoy your day. Uh, being one yeah. day or one year older, I should say. But yeah, Titan Network, I'll go ahead. And it's in the comment section below. You can check that out in all the comment section. Ping pong, because I, I'm sure I have people on my network that might not be familiar with you, Ryan. So how, how do they find out more about you? Yeah. <laughs> Well, follow this show first and foremost, because you're going to learn all about me, all the crazy insides and outs and the, the nuts. My background is 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 crazy as well. It comes from being in the SaaS space with Viral Launch. I was a seller back in 2014 and 15 for a manufacturing distributor. So I'm used to like helping, working with the company, sourcing and then sent, getting products and selling them online. And I went from zero to six figures my first year, just like kind of throwing things at the wall and then like got to really be really good at what I was doing. But you can follow me uh, on social media as well on LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you exist and you ever consume Clubhouse, as we saw. And then you can also email me, ryan.kramer at pingpongx.us. Uh, just go ahead and reach out to me or message me on social media. I'm a friend. I, I do all my social media myself, so I don't have a I don't have an assistant, so it's all me. Uh, <laughs> or maybe I'll have my six-year-old do it sometime. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. It's Bella. Hi, beautiful, gorgeous, amazing lady. She was also oh, look at that friend of the show, Isabel Hampton. Yeah. Speak, speaking Bella. through, and then yeah, so from Amber, I'm in Titan Network because of Athena. It has completely transformed my business. Meh. I love you, Amber. You gorgeous and, human. And, and this is a shout out and this is an invitation for you, Athena. If you have people who have great stories as well, we, this is a showcase show to make sure like we can get tidbits and knowledge and how people can help on. So if you guys are interested or if you know people, um, again, this is all about networking, but we would love to feature them as well. We've done sellers spotlights before we've done like service providers. Doesn't have to be a person who's been in the industry as long as you or I have been, but that's always, we love showcasing as many people as we can to, to share the Amazon e-commerce journey dream whatever it might look like. So yeah, um, throwing that out there. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys, uh, if you, uh, thank you so much, Athena. Again, I know we took a little bit more in an hour, but I could talk to you all day, I I feel like. So soon enough, you have an event coming up too. I want to highlight that. May. Oh, yeah. so on May 14th, we're going to be hosting a social. So um, connect with me in case you're interested in that. And uh, we're going to be hosting socials all over the world from time to time. And those are open to the public. Then we also have like our Titan only events like the one we did in Mexico. But this is going to be a lot of fun. Miami, May 14th. And it's going to be super, super retro, glamorous, super fun. Like the stuff we have planned is pretty outrageous. So I hope you can come, Ryan. And uh, yeah, but just love you all. Thank you so much for having me again. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you on Clubhouse. Yeah, exactly. We'll see you around there. So thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. And thank you, Athena. Again, this is Crossover Commerce. Uh, this is my show. Again, we do this live four to five times per week. So if you are new to the show, please tune in every time. Go ahead and hit that notification bell at the bottom, whether you're watching on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter. Um, I, I go live with other industry experts, sellers all across the industry to make sure we're bringing tidbits of knowledge and expertise to you so you can apply to your business moving forward. Uh, I'm the host of this show. Again, this is episode 84 which is crazy. I started this just a few months ago, but I have so much more people that are going to come on the show, drop knowledge anywhere from logistics sourcing to uh, social media marketing, selling online keyword research, you name it, it's going to happen here on this show. So make sure that you go ahead and tune in live anytime we go live on those social channels. Again, I'm Ryan Kramer. Thank you, Athena from Titan Network for hopping on today. We'll catch you guys next time on Crossover.